Hey everybody and welcome to the Darkcast. This is DCI number 53 and I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian and I got to talk to Mitchell Rowe and Kyle Warwick of Morsome Games and they're currently making TikTok, Time is Your Sandbox. It's a uh, time-traveling, roguelike, platformer, crazy thing that is currently in the middle of its Kickstarter and um, it looks really, really interesting. Uh, you can go back in time, you can save the dinosaurs, you can let them exterminate the human race, you can give cavemen laser rifles, you can save the entire world from the plague. It's really, really nuts, but I'll let them explain all of that to you. If you want to find out more information about TikTok, check out the show notes in this episode on darkstation.com. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at darkstation underscore com. You can subscribe to the podcast. We're the Dark Cast, and we are on iTunes. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. And uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. As always, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. so much for joining us today. We've got Kyle and Mitchell on the show with us today. How are you guys doing? Absolutely fantastic. Feeling pretty good since I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to hear. Um, That is good to hear. Now, uh, you guys are working on a game that is currently in the middle of a Kickstarter project or fundraiser. And um, tell us a little bit about who you are, though, before we get to the, the game itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, I uh, have been interested in game development my whole life. Uh, studied it at university. Uh, took a couple of years uh, gap to save up some money to get this uh, venture off the ground, and here we are, um, starting more some games and developing games. And you are uh, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's that's a good start, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Mitchell. Uh, I've been playing video games across two millenniums. Uh, always wanted to get into game development, but never really had the opportunity uh, until Kyle was working on uh, TikTok. Said he needed some help, and so I just started doing uh, all the little things that you know he had, he didn't really have time to do because he had to do that stuff, and uh, helped us speed along development quite a lot. So with your stretching out between two millenniums, that's that's the obviously the inspiration for TikTok. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's autobiographical in a sense. That's right. For sure, for sure. All right, good, good to know. <laughs> um, so did either of you, uh, you know, go to university to study video games? Have you worked on other games before this? Kind of what's your, your background before getting into uh, TikTok? Look, uh, for sure, with me, uh, it's what I did at uni. I did a double degree in IT, majoring in games tech and maths modeling which uh, um, uh, has been perfect for this project. They both go hand in hand with each other. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far there's as a lot actual... of math and time traveling. That's uh, what more, I hear. More than you can imagine, actually. <laughs> Especially the dynamic part of it, um, which we'll get into later. But uh, yeah, absolutely huge. Um, as far as industry experience, I've certainly done little projects here and there. But uh, yeah, that's the extent of it. 
me personally, I've developed quite a few games, but they were mostly back in high school uh, using Game Maker. So I don't know if those really count. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, no, I, I didn't personally go to university. Um, wasn't my thing. Alright. Good deal. Mm. So, uh, is it just the two of you at Morsome Games? Uh, that's correct. We do uh, have an artist who's on board with us as well, who's um, been uh, updating all of our programmer art to far, far, far superior art artwork. Um, <laughs> uh, his name's Brian, Brian Shepard. Um, he's, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the art we had originally was... Uh... Was, it, it wasn't fair. There's a reason I'm not an artist. Uh, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I've said the same thing. <laughs> yes. I, I think we can, we're just a group of not artists here. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> so how long have you guys actually been working on TikTok? Uh, look, it's been a little over six months now. Um, okay. The last three months is where we've really put in the uh, hard yards towards it. The first three months was more getting, uh, yeah, just the basis... Uh, ready to go, um, that, uh, while I still had uh, full-time work at the time, um, and yeah, since then, I've uh, yeah, left that to focus solely on uh, TikTok and yeah, our um, awesome games projects. Very cool, very cool. So, TikTok, yes. what is it? I watched the, the Kickstarter video and it's kind of crazy, I, I don't know if I can wrap <laughs> my head around it. What? Explain to us. Uh, you Before know, we let's... start, I want to say oh. right away that I appreciate you guys are running a time travel game and you have a TARDIS in the background. So I know <laughs> uh, your yes. hearts are in the right place. Absolutely. Is that not the coolest thing ever? Um, yes. <laughs> that TARDIS was uh, custom built by Kyle's dad uh, for, what was it, Christmas? It was indeed. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. O opens up, and when you open it up, it's kind of a bit of a nerd varna in there. It's just video games and statues, magic cards, everything you could ever need inside a nerdy structure on its own. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Uh, it's uh, basically a time travel game where you can go anywhere, do anything. The timeline itself is generated dynamically, so every single thing you do will change anything else that might happen. So how do you plan for something like that? Because, they, I mean, like, they, there's some really crazy stuff, especially in the video. I mean, the, the thing that struck me, and it, me and Jonathan were talking right before we brought you guys on, was the uh, the event that you show where you save the dinosaurs, and then suddenly there's a dinosaur civilization because they've taken over everything. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's great. And then, you know, at one point you're giving somebody, like, a, a laser rifle, and then there's androids, and it's... It's like how do you how do you plan for those eventualities? It's like there's some the real crazy people out there, and they're going to do some really nuts <laughs> things when you give them a time sandbox. That's it, and that's one of the coolest things about a sandbox is while you can add in all the tools and add in all the content, you don't so much have to plan for everything. That's the most fun thing about it is watching it all just evolve on its own. Um, yeah, because anything can happen, uh, and yeah, I think that's uh, one of the best things about that style of game so the 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 concept that you guys throw out on the kickstarter page is it's kind of like it's a roguelike sandbox like time travel machine basically um absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd throw in all the big terms we could think of and yeah exactly just yeah <laughs> throw them all against the board let's see which one sticks um, what, yep. like, there's 
you got a whole lot of different pieces here. What it, the first time somebody goes into this game, what what are they going to see? What's the goal? All right, so there'll be multiple different goals. If either of you played uh, out there at all, um, it was an Android iOS mm-hmm. uh, game. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, basically that game gave you a whole bunch of different goals that you could get to, which were essentially end states for the game. And we're going to follow a similar sort of approach to that. So yeah, you might along the way learn there's this big evil bad guy you've got to kill. You might along the way get some completely different goal, and yeah, you're, it'll be your choice what you do to essentially finish your playthrough of that game. Yeah, Out There did that in a really fantastic way by, at first it was just get to the end of the galaxy, but then it was kind of like, hey, by talking to people you kind of get this idea of a bigger story in the background that wasn't really revealed at first. Kind of sort of going to try and do that by by having things throughout time. And yeah, you'll unlock different uh, ways to finish the game, depending on what kind of timeline you create by uh, your actions. And that's probably the coolest thing about it, actually, is that, yeah, those end goals will be dynamic. So, yeah, everyone's goal will be different. So is it is it only one end goal every time you start up a new game, but it's a different end goal every time you start up the new game? It will completely depend on the way you play. You can absolutely have more than one end goal in one okay. playthrough. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, certainly the starting point for everybody will be, okay, start time traveling have some fun, and pretty quick there off the, uh, the bat, uh, you'll uh, have some goal thrown at you. Okay. So how does time travel actually work, um, kind of in the mechanics of the game? What, what are you doing to make time travel happen? And, you know, you're watching the video, uh, obviously you guys kind of know how far back to go to get to the dinosaurs, <laughs> but to me, I'm just watching this clock spin around backwards. Like, how, how does all that kind of stuff actually work as far as... Uh, from a gameplay player perspective. Yeah, look, uh, there's a lot of the interface is missing in that video, of course, but as far as a player uh, is concerned, they'll be able to see uh, key events that are going to pop up as they travel back through time. Imagine a timeline of sorts sort of popping up in front of you as you're time travelling. And, yeah, as you're approaching key events while you're travelling, it'll say, oh, you know what, something big's going to happen here. You might want to consider stopping there. Now, don't get me wrong, you don't have to stop there. Being completely dynamic, you can stop wherever you like and make an adventure for yourself. But if, uh, yeah, a big event like an asteroid killing out the dinosaurs is going to happen, you'll get forewarning and have the opportunity to stop and either do something about it or watch it happen. Gotcha. Okay. So, question, you know, in the video we saw you save the dinosaurs and I think it was before that you gave a caveman, um, you know, a laser rifle... And that's where the um, the robots came from. But can we save the dinosaurs and give cavemen laser rifles so that there's an epic dinosaur laser rifle wielding caveman war? Yes, absolutely yes. you can. <laughs> All See, right. the, the beauty is that we didn't really get to show off too much in the video was that there are multiple continents uh, and the different continents will evolve differently. So on one continent, you'll have your intelligent dinosaurs, you know, rocking out, you know, listening to space operas. And on the other continent, you'll have, you know, cavemen with laser rifles. And then on the other continent, you might have just a typical, you know, like just the world as as we kind of see it now. Just, you know, some buildings and whatever the heck it is, like technology it is now. And those three continents will either interact nicely together or they will not get along. I, I like to imagine that we're living on a world where we're happily going along with our lives and there's another continent somewhere with space opera listening to dinosaurs. 
I mean, that's, that's, that's basically what Journey to the Center of the Earth was about, right? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only a long, 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 long way off the surface, but absolutely. Right. Um, so does everything exist on, on one planet? Is everything... Um, yeah. We've okay. actually had a lot of comments from people asking, hey, can you take this to multiple planets? What are your thoughts on that? We'd love to, but currently outside the scope of the project, we uh, figure that one planet, but having a completely dynamic timeline where you can go anywhere on that one planet, or any time on that one planet, um, yeah, is enough to start with. Sure, that sure. being said, um, hey, you never know, something we could branch out into. So using, using kind of a, a Whovian time travel as a, as a backdrop, um, just in the way I'm thinking, are there fixed... Yep events in time like the dinosaurs are there is there always going to be an asteroid or is that something that's kind of procedurally generated yeah so there will absolutely be fixed events that will happen okay. that will sort of try to um in some ways push it in a certain direction to start with but okay. you will be able to adjust or change any of those things but yeah things like that that are outside the scope of the world itself there's not much you can do to actually stop them happening um, yeah, of course you can prevent... You can just affect the results. That's exactly right. Gotcha, okay. So, yeah, so the world, to begin with, will sort of evolve, kind of like our planet did. Like, obviously we needed something for a basis, this is the only planet we know, so we kind of just, uh, you know, cheated and copied down what this planet did, and that'll be the sort of the, the, the basis of the time, but once you time travel a few times, you'll have affected it enough that it'll be really different, so, yeah. So, uh, kind of going off of the Brian's question... Will there always be a lighthouse somewhere, and oh, maybe geez. a city? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Time travel metaphors, okay. Multiple universes, uh, fantastic. Uh, well, I mean, that's basically what we're creating here, right? Multiple universes multiple by creating and multiple timelines. Spot on the money. Um, early <laughs> on in development, that was actually one of our ways for checkpoints um, before we decided to go down the full-on roguelike path was to go for your full-on multiple universes and that sort of thing. And if you died, you'd sort of jump into a parallel universe. Um, oh, Very wow. Bioshock style. That's um, nuts. But, uh, <laughs> look, would have been rather insane. Wouldn't mind addressing that in a future project, but as far as this one's uh, concerned, it uh, didn't quite fit, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that being said, time travel all the way. Good to know. Um, so what's kind of the rest of the gameplay like? Obviously you're going back in time, um, and you're going to be, you know, saving or destroying the dinosaurs, making robots, whatever, healing people from the plague. Um, but what are you actually doing kind of when you're not jumping back and forth in time? What are you doing in each time zone? Yeah. Hold on, before you answer that, oh, who are right. you? Like who, are who is this kid with the helmet, and is it is he using a watch? Is it like a a, a magical pen? What's happening here? <laughs> Righto. So yes, he is using a magical watch. We'll combine the two. Um, okay. And that time travel watch is essentially what helps him travel through time. Um, we call him Bob, but at the end of the day, any player will be able to customize <laughs> the character. Um, okay. And okay. hey, what else would we call him other than Bob? <laughs> That's right. You can't name a planet Bob. <laughs> Sorry. Story-wise, though, he's just set it up with this time travel watch from uh, an old professor friend of his, and uh, yeah, he heads on his way and just has fun with it, I suppose, um, causing all sorts of uh, yeah trouble along the way. Um, yeah, uh, 
in terms of the original question, which I'm I've, I'm already blanking on. <laughs> ask it again, Jonathan. Um. <laughs> rewind well, time. Balls. Ask it again. Um. What what are you doing in the game? That there we go. Um, you know, when you're not right. when you're not jumping back and forth through time, when you're actually in a specific time, what kind of stuff are you gonna be doing? Righto. So, pretty much whatever you like. There will be uh, items you can pick up along the way. Uh, one of the big mechanics in the game is uh, heading into the future or even the past and getting blueprints or plans from other people of cool items and equipment that you might like to use at various points in time. Uh, one of the examples we show in the video is uh, one of the scientists in the uh, near future, she's got this goop gun which uh, we end up uh, helping her out, get the blueprints for it, then we go and mine the materials to create it, which we then use to bounce the asteroid off the earth and save the dinosaurs. A lot of steps involved in that, but uh, yeah, uh, there'll be a lot of uh, moments like that where uh, certain equipment you get will help with that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, if you just want to get a gun and go and wipe out all of humanity when they uh, are first born, <laughs> you can go and get it. not be that interesting in the future. <laughs> but absolutely. Uh, you, also, you might just be wandering around and, yeah, you'll get quests from random people and some of them w might not require you to travel through time. So someone on one continent might think, oh man, there's a really cool X on the other continent. I'd really like to have that, and you might just travel over and get it, you know, have some adventures along the way, um, or you might just be mining for minerals to get your blueprints. Yeah, there's, there's uh, quite a few things that you'll be uh, doing uh, when you know, you're not feeling like traveling all the way to the future. Okay. Okay, so here's the question. Uh, let's say, and let's just assume that I'm a real bastard, and I decide <laughs> that I'm going, I'm going to wipe out humanity. How am I still traveling through time? <laughs> ah, that's the great where's, thing. You, where's the paradox? <laughs> you know, the way we avoid paradoxes are just taking us out of the equation altogether. Okay. Whenever we time travel, we just don't exist anymore. I'm not sure that's the most uh, logical <laughs> of time travel as well. But uh, yeah, once we're taken out of it, we're not there anymore, which solves a whole lot of problems. That okay, because I was going to add that my next question follow-up to that was if I decided after saving the dinosaurs from the asteroid that I need to go back and stop myself from gooping the Earth. I don't actually stop myself. I just kind of go back before I do that and don't do it. That's exactly right, yeah. Okay. So yeah. while everything... So you mentioned that everything in the... Everything in the, the kind of game world is is static as far as it will be there when I come back but the actions that I take as far as like affecting things are could they they themselves can be reversed that's right that's absolutely right so if you're not too happy with what you've done you can absolutely go back and change them I guess something we haven't addressed though is uh, that the more you time travel you get these other time travelers that start to hunt you down as well so if you're doing too much of that sort of thing you'll have a bunch more enemies that we call anomalies uh, just hunting you down and trying to kill you, and that's uh, essentially how your game will end in most cases. Is uh, it's just a time so agent. How, how many John Claude Van Dams can I expect? Ah, <laughs> uh, look, so many. <laughs> you don't have to time, so many. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's possible to, to to basically be Groundhog Day, but eventually you will have to pay the piper. That's absolutely right. Humanity can only die so many times. I won't <laughs> well, if all else fails, just go all the way back in time, stomp on the fish that was crawling out of the ocean to evolve into the dinosaurs, 
and there'll be nothing else. It'll just be you for all eternity. I mean, what more do you need? So does that stop the anomalies as well? There are no anomalies to ever exist to hunt you down? Unfortunately not. Okay. Uh, they can do the same thing and travel back <laughs> gotcha. before that. Okay. They can travel back before you travel back. It turns into a big kind of Bill and Ted thing. That's exactly you say, right. I to leave the keys, and suddenly you have the keys in your pocket. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Yeah, I can accept that. I can be excellent to each other, and, uh, and everything will be fine. <laughs> so, I think the most... In- important question here is how does this game not just kind of implode on itself with all keeping track of uh, all of the time travel instances and everything that you're doing in a, a given playthrough lots of duct tape oh okay <laughs> perfect <laughs> I was wondering I figured so uh, there we go funnily enough <laughs> going in I had the same concerns I thought this is so cool. I wonder if a computer can actually handle this, but uh, handles it far better than I ever anticipated. Um, so yeah, we just uh, generate it all on the fly. Um, look, one of the best comparisons we can draw is No Man's Sky. I mean, they do a lot more dynamically than what we're doing in this, and uh, they keep up with it all too well. So uh, yeah, we're essentially doing that on, I'd say, a smaller scale, but uh, yeah, certainly generating it all dy- dynamically at the same time. Very cool. So how much math was actually involved in figuring out how to make time travel virtually possible? <laughs> uh, uh, that's just a great expect from Mitchell. Um, no, uh, there's a lot of math behind it. And as we add in other elements as well, it gets even more complicated, of course. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's okay. Just admit it. The way it starts is you stand on your toilet and you go to try to hang a picture and then you fall <laughs> off and it, time travel is simply right there. Yep. <laughs> I, I uh, really wish that's how it had happened. I think. No, I, I, I take that back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, the reality is, uh, yeah, certainly plenty uh, on the back end as far as the maths goes. Good deal. Good deal. Um, so, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, Kickstarter. Why go with Kickstarter? Look, uh, we uh, went with Kickstarter because. Uh, we thought it's the most well-known funding crowdfunding platform. Um, we are uh, not being a new uh, uh, game company, um, not being established already, uh, limits the other avenues you can go down. So we thought, uh, on the basis of the idea, which we felt was a very strong idea, um, we'd uh, get a lot of people behind us. Um, we made some mistakes early on with the Kickstarter campaign, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, all in all, um, we still feel it's the right platform. It's just. Uh, yeah, uh, if we were to go about it again with another project, um, or if it comes down to it, this project again down the track, uh, we'd certainly approach it very differently. Okay, so um, can you tell us, or tell the listeners, uh, some of the rewards that they can get for backing uh, your game? Yeah, absolutely. Probably uh, the big one, of course, is a copy of the game. Um, for as little as the $10 tier, you're getting a copy of the game. Um, but it's as you really start to step up from there, you start to see the cool stuff as far as we're concerned. Um, and once you hit the $20 tier, you're getting both uh, beta access and a copy of the game as well. Um, and working right from there, you've got all sorts of things like T-shirts, naming a character in the game, or naming characters in the game, I should say, being randomly generated. Basically, we're getting people to give us five first names, five last names, and they'll see them pop up in the game. Um, helping design... Uh, 
anomalies that are going to be big bad guy anomalies. Um, that'll be, I think I mentioned it earlier, uh, one of the big end states of the game is uh, defeating big boss anomalies that uh, you're hunting down throughout the timeline. Um, and look, there's plenty of other uh, rewards in amongst there as well. But honestly, getting your hands on the game, that's going to be the uh, big thing for most people. One of the important things to us uh, when coming up with each of the tiers was giving them an awesome name uh, that somehow linked into uh, the tier itself. Like uh, one of our one of our favourite ones is uh, the Lake House tier, uh, which if anyone hasn't seen that movie, it's a story about a time travelling mailbox. Essentially, people leave letters in it, and the letter goes into the future. And that tier uh, is the first tier where you get a thank you letter. So we kind of felt that those two fit together quite nicely. Okay. Oh, and the final tier is the lighthouse tier, because, of course, that's the be-all and end-all of time travel, is the lighthouse. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, sad question that I have to ask, always a downer, but what happens if this Kickstarter doesn't work out? Do we still get to see TikTok at some point? You do still get to see TikTok at some point. It's not something we're going to give up on. Certainly, uh, most of the feedback's been very positive. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, yeah, getting it in front of people a lot earlier is uh, the big thing we've got to do next time. Um, but, obviously, it will be a little bit later than we had wanted to get it in people's hands. Uh, but that's probably the only real drawback is we'd have to reassess the situation, figure out another way to get the funding and uh, go from there. Okay. Uh, look, there's been plenty of successful relaunches on Kickstarter, and I think uh, those uh, relaunches are probably uh, ones that have gone through similar learning experiences as we have with Kickstarter. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Look, first time through, uh, yeah, you realize so much that you're going to do differently next time around. We, we hear that a lot, especially from people doing their, their kind of first runs is that that first time, there's a lot, there's so much that just kind of pops up on you mm -hmm. that you really, oh. there's no there's no tools for it, there's no way to prepare for it um, outside of doing an awful lot of research with people who've already done it. Right, yeah. You're that's kind of at the will of, uh, of Kickstarter, if you will. Yeah, and there's that's no it. manual for it, and even if there was, every every Kickstarter is a little bit different, and so even if there was a manual, it only worked for one person. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So that's where, look, for us, we're really happy that we've had the opportunity to... Uh, yeah, take this and learn from it. We're certainly not the sort of people that are just going to uh, give up on it. If we had have had a lot of negative feedback, we would have been taking a step back and been, yeah, you know what? Maybe people don't want this game, and it would have been a different story. But uh, yeah, certainly uh, the vast majority of feedback is people saying, we really want this game. It's a great idea. Uh, how do we get it? Mm. Very good. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, One of the biggest mistakes. The, the tools there are just. There's so much that you could play with, and so much to do with it. I, you know, I, I imagine it's it's a lot of it is just people not, not kind of hearing about it, which is hopefully what we're here to, you know, kind of help fix. <laughs> uh, look, certainly hoping so. That would be fantastic. The more people that jump on board, the better. We actually uh, launched um, Greenlight over the weekend as well, and uh, uh, hasn't seen a huge surge of um, people converting to the Kickstarter, but there's been a huge amount of interest on Greenlight as well. So um, that's certainly a start as well. Awesome. That's that's encouraging. That's good to hear. Oh, uh, look, yeah. The sheer amount of positivity we've gotten off of Greenlight is fantastic. Oh, it's just a great ego boost. Every time, you know, if you have a, a, a stub your toe or you have a... Greenlight. Oh, man. 
<laughs> people are awesome. Awesome. All right, Brian, do you have anything else? Yeah, if you had to estimate sure. the amount of uh, kind of timey-wimey material that was put into <laughs> TikTok, uh, what, what kind of percentage would you call that? Oh, look, it'd have to be 100% timey-wimey, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, uh, yeah, now, no, now we're ready for the end game. Excellent. Okay, good deal. Yes. Okay, so, um, you know, uh, as we kind of explained at the beginning, um, we kind of end, like to end with a bit of a questionnaire. Uh, it was yep. inspired by uh, Jane, Lips J Jane Lipton. I've completely degendered James Lipton. M maybe uh, in <laughs> another timeline created... Yes, exactly. Yeah, in, in this in timeline, Jane Lipton gives fantastic <laughs> interviews and ends them with a questionnaire. Yeah. Um, and so ours is you know, not patterned after, but, you know, more kind of just inspired by... Um, but, you know, uh, both of you, please feel free to answer. Um, they only get harder as they get along. Right? Excellent. Along. That's what I like so, to hear. Yeah. Uh, first question. Who is your favorite video game protagonist? The good guy. The anti-hero. Ooh. Yeah. Shepard. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, man or woman? Uh, uh, a woman. A femshep for sure. That voice actor. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I, I, I'm going to go Nathan Drake, I reckon. Okay. Okay. Both fantastic and both Very prolific yeah. voice actors. Close yes. between Drake and Crash Bandicoot, to be honest. Very different. Both <laughs> naughty dog, but still very different. Yeah. yeah uh, weird side note: uh, I I watched a speed run of uh, Crash Bandicoot Warped uh, yesterday as part of uh, Summer Games Done Quick. Nice, another time travel game. Love it. Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. <laughs> Tying it in. Uh, Absolutely. Question, <laughs> question number two: Who's your favorite antagonist? We're gonna flip that coin. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Okay, I, I think I'm going to have to give you three, because okay. okay. it's extraordinarily difficult for me. One of them, I again, following... Two of them are going to follow that same vein. One is Saren Arterius. Uh, he's one of my favorite bad guys, because he yep. thinks he's the good guy. Yep. Sovereign, just because he's a cold machine who doesn't give a damn what you think. And the third one... Is I, I can't remember, but oh, he's not a video game antagonist, unfortunately. But it's Walter White. Okay, <laughs> okay. I will accept that. All right, all right. That'd be an interesting video game, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd play it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. As far as I'm concerned, um, hmm. <laughs> I, I thought I'm glad Mitchell's answering first. Uh, <laughs> No, I um, I'd say Captain Quark, good old Ratchet and Clank. He's yeah, comes more Very a friend nice. by the end, but yeah, he yeah. is. But then you know, at, at the same time, with their like, what was it? It was all for one, so it was like nefarious. Yeah, and depending upon when you catch them in time, there's different stuff going on. Absolutely, oh, and Glados, Quark. of course, Glados. Oh, Glados. Sorry, ah. as awesome as Quark is, yeah, Glados. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great choice. I'll take all these answers. These are all perfect. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thankful that uh that answering you know doesn't kind of end somebody else's answer so they can kind of give the same things because otherwise we're just using them all up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> uh, question three. Um, what's your least favorite theme or trope in video games today? Ooh. What would you kind of like to see go away? Uh, female armor. Uh, like, I, I hate so they don't wear they don't wear armor. They just 
<laughs> I want to see them wear the same armor uh, as men. Maybe slightly for more feminine, but I don't want to see the metal bikinis that give the same armor as full plate. It's something that seriously ticks me off. Very sure. much a Shepard absolutely. characteristic, where yep. that was absolutely the N7, the N7 armor was fantastic. Yep. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Although they had some terrible uh, examples as well. Uh, Miranda and uh, Samara were both pretty poor examples. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, there's, uh, yeah, you know, as you can't really operate 100% um, completely with, uh, with that kind of, like, boob window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe their hope is that the enemy gets distracted and, and then they can take <laughs> that, a shot or something. That was know. always the thought with somebody like Power Girl. <laughs> where, in fact, uh, there was a—I want to say it was one of the uh, animated movies where they actually brought her in um, to talk to the toy man, who in that particular instance was a 13-year-old kid, and he was very <laughs> ready to acquiesce to anything that they asked. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. But at the, you know, but at the same time, I, I absolutely like yeah. There's oh, and time travel. I'm sick of seeing time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> they, never, they never do it right. I'm, honestly, I just want to go back and save some dinosaurs and create a dinosaur civilization. Nobody lets me do that. <laughs> if only there were a game. Mm. I, I've got two myself. Um, one is multiplayer in games that don't need it. Mm -hmm. And flipping it on its head, number two is single player in games that don't need it. I think Titanfall nailed a uh, multiplayer game that was just multiplayer, and I'd love to see more of that. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked what they did with Titanfall. I... That I actually reviewed it, and the and one of the knocks I gave it was the fact that I liked that fiction so much. I really would have loved to have had a single player with it. See, uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I personally like how they sort of weave it all into the multiplayer. I think a gives them more time to focus on getting the multiplayer right, and uh, yeah, I, they could have done it better. But I like the concept of uh, weaving the story into multiplayer. Yeah, no, it, it's for the way. The way they worked it worked for them, but I, mm. I that you when you that two of my favorite things are like giant robots and parkour, and so <laughs> yep. them both together with like jetpacks in the same game. I need you to go deep into that fiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need a real deep dive to see how this all comes together. So that you know, it's kind of a personal failing of mine, but I. I, that was the one example where it's like I really needed you guys to go in, and you did. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, that's I, I, absolutely, all those are great. They, yeah, a lot of them need to go away. Mm. Yeah. Uh, fourth question. This could be either movies or video games. Um, what is your uh, favorite use of time travel? Oh, now I'm guessing that one might be a little bit customized for us. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> these these, uh, these are I, you know, not written beforehand. That's. Hmm. Mm. That's yeah, that's a good one. I'll give you that. See, uh, I'm such a Doctor Who fan that my mind just keeps going back to Doctor Who. I will Who allow, I, you know, I will allow one answer of Doctor Who. That's <laughs> given that you had a TARDIS, I can accept that. But there, there, the second answer cannot also be Doctor Who. Oh, mine would never be Doctor Who, unfortunately, because um, I have yet to watch it. Uh, uh, mine, uh, Mitch. Um, Jonathan, mine's a new one. That's I, I haven't watched Doctor Who either, so... I... You're not uh, making a time travel game. 
<laughs> did anyone here see, um, I know you did, Kyle, but did anyone here see, uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, that yep. was it, yeah. Oh, no, not yet. Nope. I, yeah, that, that, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've that heard nothing about it. <laughs> it's a Tom Cruise movie where there's no time travel. You should go and watch it and just remember there's no time travel. <laughs> and you won't be confused. At all. Good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you're spot on, actually. Um, but I reckon I'm going to go back uh, to Back to the Future. That's probably ah. the, the beginning for me as a kid that kick-started uh, me into loving time travel. And, yeah, I'm going to go back to the future. Sorry, Doctor Who. No, I, I, I am right there with you. That was definitely my first... The outside of that and, like, Terminator. But Back to the mm -hmm. Future made more sense to me because they had a cool car and eventually a hoverboard. Yep. Yep. And Terminator, like Terminator yep. One was great, but Terminator didn't get really cool until Terminator Two. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone could ever argue with you on that one. Yeah, that, you know, that first one was great, but you, when you have freaking like liquid metal cyborgs, I'm there. Yep. Let's do it. See, I saw the second one before the first one as well, and oh. I don't. It's so hard to watch the first one once you've seen the second. Sure. I can imagine. Hmm. And then it's so hard to watch the third and fourth one. <laughs> oh, Regardless. Train wrecks. Oh, I'm not a complete hater on the third one. Wasn't a fan of the fourth yeah. one, but... I, I actually like the fourth one more than the third one. I thought the third I, one was kind of I thought, absolutely look, I thought their inclusion of Batman in the fourth one made that at least a little more worthwhile than three. They even got Christian Bale to do the whole Batman voice, so I was very appreciative of that. And they had a CG... They had a CG Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was that actually kind of neat. Yep. <laughs> so no, my honestly, my biggest problem with the third one is the fact that it, its philosophy about time travel is completely different than the first two movies. That the first two movies are all about going back and being able to change things. That nothing is set in stone. And then the third one is like, no, fuck that. It's all you can't do anything. <laughs> no, that there was a fixed that that Judgment Day is a fixed point in time. It will happen. Yeah, I tell you John what, though, Connor will lead the resistance. Underrated. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's yeah, underrated? Technically, he yeah, has to because that's how everybody keeps getting sent into the past. <laughs> so all of that is just building towards that future. It's a horrible, like, very violent circle. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There's there's our deep dive into Terminator lore. Okay. Go, yeah. uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> Um, you know, you guys are already living the dream making video games. Um, if you had the chance to live another dream, uh, try something else as a profession, what would it be? Making board games? <laughs> it's not much of a well, jump. Play, really. that's a, that's a real good, yeah, there's a good path for you there. <laughs> that's it. Uh, actually, as a side project, something I've, uh, yeah, had on the, um, on the table for a while is a card, trading card game, but that's, yeah, completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> Is Playboy Handsome Billionaire uh, like a like a like a different option, or is that just do I have to earn that? No, no the, it's, it's always an option. Sure. This is absolutely absolutely anything is on the table. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about time travel. If you need to go back and you know make yourself <laughs> do that, I'm gonna go with that or uh, astronaut Mike Dexter. Okay, what? a very specific astronaut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For some reason in my head, I'm thinking serial killer Dexter as an astronaut, but I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you scream. I mean, you know. 
that would make the trip to Mars uh, completely different. <laughs> Put them on there with like Gary Sinise and Val Kilmer, and you would just mix all your Martian metaphors together. <laughs> if you're going into space, you need Ripley. I mean, you can't forget Ripley. True. All right, next question. Um, have you guys have you guys seen Escape from L.A.? No. Okay. I have not. You probably don't need to watch it, but <laughs> I actually, I every time you ask that question, I wonder. It's like, how is this actually relevant to the because next question? <laughs> I, and then I always lead it into it. In Escape from L.A., Snake Plissken at the end of the movie, and I'm gonna go ahead and just you know laid out for you here um, oh, has please. ends up with control over a series of satellites the US government has put over the earth um, that will trigger various EMPs to send us back into the stone age you receive a note that tells you this event happens tomorrow what game do you play tonight oh oh actually no I don't even know why I'm, why I'm thinking about it it would be mass effect I wouldn't even think about it does it have to be released yet? <laughs> uh, you would have to be able to get your hands on it. But mm. with the power of time travel... Well, time travel, that's true. There are exceptions in this case. Yeah. What game would you play tonight, even if it's not released? Mm. Uh, even if it's not released, I'd have to see the end of uh, Walking Dead Season 2. Um, mm. Love the Telltale <laughs> series. And, yeah, I'd have to play through the end of that. Okay. All right. I mean, TikTok, of course. I mean, we, we mean TikTok. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, stop it all from happening. <laughs> just pause time. Put, put some uh, bouncy gel down so that the EMPs just bounce off the earth. We're all good. We play video Absolutely. games tomorrow. <laughs> all right, and final, final question. Uh, and this is the, uh, the thoughtful downer that we end on. Um, oh. at, the, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad <laughs> is there with the Book of Our Deeds... What do you want him to say to you? Oh, deep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The afterlife is in another castle. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> uh, look, it just have to go on about how successful TikTok was. <laughs> yeah. Guys, do you want to go back and do it again? <laughs> <laughs> through door number one, the Mushroom Kingdom. Through door number two, go back and do it again. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Yeah, as my wife says, new game plus. That's plus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do that a couple of times as you end up, you know, as the uh, billionaire philanthropist. So that's. <laughs> Whoa. That's that's what Doctor Big is doing now. I'm, I'm gonna be a selfish billionaire. <laughs> it's my billions, damn it. Okay, except uh, the will. The one thing I will do with my money is fund video games I like, so they're made really fast. Mm. Uh, that's about you it. You'll be you'll be the top tier donor on millions of Kickstarters. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, I like that. That's a good plan. But then I'll demand direct control and and probably ruin. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pay for it, but I'm sinking all of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're rich and miserable. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that does it. Congratulations, you guys. You win. You you um 
You don't really yeah. win anything. We don't have anything to give uh, you. But uh, you, you win. Go excited and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, sent a free voucher to watch. Uh, you know, to purchase your own copy and watch Escape from LA. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, enjoy it in good health. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I think I'll skip that one for me. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for sitting down and talking to us about TikTok. If you could just send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about your game. Absolutely. Uh, The Kickstarter page, uh, easiest way to get there is tiny.cc slash kickstarter. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at twitter.com slash moresomegames, M-O-R-E-S-O-M-E, facebook.com slash moresomegames. Um, and vote for us on Steam Greenlight. Just search for TikTok and you'll find us pretty quickly. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for, again, for sitting down and talking to us. Uh, had fun and wish you the best. No, thank you very much, guys. All the best. Thank you for getting up so early to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very early. I'm about oh, yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs>